This episode of Broke Ya, the podcast, is brought to you by DrawYourPicture.com, where you can get just about anything drawn for pretty darn cheap. GoDaddy.com, where you can use the code PODNAME121 to save money on your next domain name. And GoToMeeting.com. This is Ethan Nicole, the artist of Axe Cop. Hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband, because you're listening to Broke Ya. Broke Ya! Hey, how you doing out there, podcast people? This is Brokia, the podcast. Welcome. This is episode 13, brought to you the week of December 6, 2010. I am your host. My name is James, and John Steinklopper is with me. Welcome back to the show, John. Well, thank you, sir, for having me back. I appreciate it. No problem at all. Uh, In case you didn't know, Brokia is a podcast where we talk about stuff that geeks love to talk about. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're, today our topic, our main topic, is going to be um, our favorite video games of all time. Yes. And, I, and dude, I can tell you there is a long list yep. of games. And only a couple or a few of ours probably overlap. Yeah, there's, there's only a few. Probably the ones, you know, I should have put NBA Jam in there. Oh, man. Because that was Doggone. the first game I ever played with you ever after I'd met you up in your little attic crawl space at your at your little apartment. <laughs> and um the ring or the the hoop is on fire, you know, and it and it had the big head mode and it was really like, that NBA jam? I think so. Wasn't that the first game that had like secret codes that you could like Yeah, type but in? that was that's a Super Nintendo game. Yeah. Oh well maybe it was something else. I don't know. I thought it was NBA yeah, Jam. Well, I'll I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Minus, I never owned it. Minus 20 so. geek cred. Well, we played some basketball game at your house. Yes, I did have a basketball game. Thank I don't you. even remember what it was. It was NBA Jam. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was it, NBA Jam. Double, was it Double Dribble? Double Dribble. I. It may have been. Because NBA Jam was fun. That was the one that had Dick Vitale doing the, the voiceover for all the yeah. All the stuff that was going I'm on. I'm thinking double dribble. Man, this yeah, one. You I think could, it was double dribble. You could catch the hoop on fire and stuff. Yeah, you could yeah, you could do that. You could mess things up. But it's it wasn't like, as fun as NBA Jam. Ah. Three hey, on three. Uh you know what I forgot to do? We usually have music. So um I don't know. What do you want to do for that? Well, I, have you seen Julian Smith's new song? No. Racist coffee. <laughs> really? It's 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 pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> you might have to actually see the video to get it all. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. But it, I mean, it's 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 pretty good song. I Is like it? it. Okay. Yeah, it's it's really really cool. Okay. He, he uh, it's it's true true Julian Smith genius form. Well, if uh, if I could get the dumb internet to work. <laughs> I'm having problems you, here. You must have some of that Georgia internet down there in Florida. It's just Firefox every now and then decides that it doesn't like me. You ever had that problem? Mm-mm. I use Chrome. Oh, uh, well, then you have that problem all the time. <laughs> it's always nice to me, though. Yeah, till it's not. Julian Smith. <laughs> I'm trying to pull it up and, and bullcrap my way through it, but how do you, how do you YouTube dot com slash what mm. nothing uh, uh yeah i don't know julian smith okay 
I'm going to get it up here. Here it is, folks. Uh, Julian Smith's racist coffee for your enjoyment. Right after this ad. <laughs> I'm not letting it play this ad. <laughs> Might I add, since we're saying ad, yeah. the webcam is looking mighty nice. Good. It's a nice, clear shot. Good deal. Lighting is good. Way to go. All right. Here's our, here's our dumb song. Thanks for being prepared, James. I like it already. Almost as much as the whole song. I, I, yes. I, I made this um, for you. <laughs> I yeah that that is that is the coolest ending. Uh, when I heard that, I said, "Oh, he's just he's just bumped it up a level." Dude, we will we will link this in the show notes. You need to see the video. The best part is um, the fact they do the whole video like they just rolled out of bed and they're holding their coffee and their mouths are <laughs> gapped open, <laughs> their eyes are half closed. Don't read this racist coffee. So that is awesome. <laughs> Yeah, and the, and the the Batman freak in the in the chat room is mentioning the him messing with the lights. Yes, unplugging the lights and stuff. Yeah, it's it's a good part. Oh, thanks, genius. Julian Smith is my homeboy. That's all I need to tell you right now. Yeah. Oh, anyway, we're going to be talking about the best video games in just a little bit. But um, first, I want to tell you that um, I went to Spain last. I guess yeah, last week I got back, and yep. uh, it I went over Thanksgiving break. And went out to do some work in the missions field. I actually got to be a missionary to missionary kids, and it was a lot of fun. But I don't want to talk about that. If you want to hear more about that, go check out Gospel of Kennison, which is my audio journal. And I'll tell you all about it there, uh, gok.nlcast.com. I want to talk about <laughs> my geek shirt and how it almost got me busted 
by customs coming back into America, man. <laughs> Please do. I saw that in the show notes, and I said, I, this has got my attention. Yeah, what happened is, um, I don't know, going into Spain, not a big deal. You can pretty much carry a full-grown moose in, and they're just like, hey, how you doing? Did you kill my father? Okay, then don't prepare to die. <laughs> no, um, they're pretty They're pretty lenient on the way out. I didn't have any problems. Uh, on the way into America, though, big stinking deal. And you have to go and do this, all of this procedure and, and blah de blah What are yeah, you doing? Yeah. <laughs> oh, like you can you hear a, that? Yeah, you have a helicopter going on in your, <laughs> in your room. I was adjusting the volume on my headset. That's fine. That's fine. But uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> At least I know you're paying attention when you're playing with your helicopter toys. But anyway, um, <laughs> so I'm going through sorry. customs and this really, you know, I'm so thrilled to be back in America. I don't know. It's just something, you know, unsettling about how different Europe is. I mean, it's awesome, but it's so similar that it throws you off guard when something's different. Like the yeah. fact that when you're you're doing number two and you reach over to flush the toilet and you realize there's no handle. Um, the button is squarely in the middle of the seat. I mean, I'm sorry, of the of the stinking upper, you know, lid. And so, you know, like in America, we put shells on the back of our toilets and crap, and and we put covers over them. You know, in the 70s, big. Yeah. You know, you can't do that there because you can't flush your toilet if you do. Um, <laughs> There's a button in the middle of the, the yeah flush box. yeah have you know doing a, a an upper decker would be very hard. <laughs> In in Europe, <laughs> and I only know that because of the the trailer for MacGruber, you know, the, the movie trailer. Anyway, um, so uh, blah 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 blah. Okay, anyway, so I'm I, I'm I'm happy to be back in America. I'm thrilled to be there. I'm thinking. I, I guess in my mind, I got it in my head that that the customs guards were going to be like grandparents, you know, happy to see me. Welcome yeah. back, American man. Give me a big yeah. hug. But no, they weren't. They were, they were lazy and sitting back in their seats and, <laughs> and at least the one guy I had. And uh, he's like, what were you doing? And I was like, uh, I felt like a terrorist all of a sudden. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I was like nothing. <laughs> I, I just was on vacation. I sort felt of, like I was but, in trouble. I, nothing. I'm not doing nothing. Nothing bad. But uh, he goes, what does your shirt mean? What does that symbol mean? Okay. And what I've got is a black t-shirt with the red ring of death from the Xbox 360 printed on it as big <laughs> as you please and two crossed bones. So, you know, it's, it looks oh. like a skull and crossbones, except it's the red ring of death as the skull. And suddenly I turn into a stuttering idiot. <laughs> and I'm like, I just want to say what I what I mean to say, and that is, I'm not a terrorist. I mean no <laughs> ill will for any of my fellow humans. No matter their nationality. It's 3.30 in the morning to me. Can I go? <laughs> you know, that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> but, uh, but I just said, I, I, I made sure not to use the phrase red ring of death. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that would have probably got me pounced. Okay. <laughs> Red ring of white. Red ring of white. Bring some dogs over here to chew on his face. He's got cocaine <laughs> up his nose or something. Tase and, him. Tase him. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tase me, bro. 
But uh, so I did not say that. What I did say was, this is the power button of of an Xbox 360. It's a gamer thing. <laughs> and he just, he wasn't amused. He just waves me past. Maybe that's the way to do it then. And so I was free. I would just hmm. suggest my, my geek warning this month or this week should be, uh, be careful what geek shirts you wear when you leave the country. Yeah. But, you know, we're talking to geeks here. They ain't leaving the country. <laughs> Talk about leaving the house. Yeah. <laughs> Just be careful that you are wearing clothes when you leave the house. That's really the warning. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was my adventure in uh, with customs. Yeah, you were flying about that time when pretty much doing the body cavity searches just to stop it. They, I didn't have to do any of that. I didn't have to go through any of the, the body scanners. Nobody, yeah. nobody saw my doodle. So everything was good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's those good. body cavity, I mean, not body cavity, the, 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 those, those, uh, body scanners, man, they freak me out. You've seen the pictures yeah, online the of the fat guy that they always use, you know, yeah. you can see his butt. He and, could be hiding something. Oh my gosh. I don't know, man. I don't know. They need uh, to have some sort of system that says this guy has never, ever been in trouble with anybody in his life. Yeah. He has 20 kids and a wife that would kill him if he even thought of, you know, getting out of his seat or unbuckling his seatbelt <laughs> on a flight, you know. So he's probably not the highest risk. We don't need to send him through a body scanner and see his gut hanging over his belt loops. <laughs> yeah. This guy's afraid to get in trouble, yeah. so we don't even need to bother. Yeah. I can tell on his face. <laughs> so, oh, man. So, yeah, imagine my 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 fear, my great fear when mm. my, my grandfather, the customs agent, who was supposed to bring me into the country and love me, Welcome uh, home. called into question – my patriotism because I was wearing a geek shirt. Because you it was the scariest thing in my life. The Red Ring of Death shirt. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, how would you have searched me, you know, body cavity wise? Would he have been forced to use a Wiimote? Because uh, I'm a gamer? <laughs> it's a gamer thing, James. Uh, <laughs> Since you're so into gaming, just don't use the nunchuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that oh, means, boy. but ugh. all right. Yeah. So what do you got for this week? Well, Hey, you know, um, it's nothing as awesome as that, but my son was in a video that they played, um, in the church mm -hmm. and we, we go to, I don't know, kind of a medium to large size church. I don't know, seven, 800 people. Obviously. And, um, yeah. Homeboy. <laughs> and, um, so I didn't know anything about it. The pastor, like the night before said, Hey, we got your son in a video. I was like, Oh, Oh, that sounds cool. What's it about? He says, no, I'm not going to let that out of the bag. Oh, great. He's like, oh, good. So what they had, what they did is they had taken some of the kids. They were talking about um, Christmas and stuff and giving oh. to other people and all that. And um, so they asked all these kids a few different questions. And I, he was probably the youngest one because, you know, all the kids are giving these Sunday school answers. And one of the, there's only three questions. The first question is, what is, what is your, one of your favorite things to do at Christmas time? And so my son says, um, I like to eat a big bowl of snow. <laughs> you know, all these kids are talking about, we, we like to do gifts and we like to do this and that. I like to eat a big bowl of snow. <laughs> I start my morning off healthy with <laughs> snow. 
it, yeah. And then the, the I next prefer the lemon flavored snow. Oh. <laughs> hey, I have a video of him eating some snow oh. that was put on top of mulch. And so he puts it in his mouth, and some of the mulch gets in his mouth. And it's dark brown mulch. And he goes, oh, this isn't good. <laughs> okay, what was question two? I'm dying. I want to oh, know. Sorry. Question two was, um, um, what what would you say this year if you didn't get presents? Oh, wow. And um, That's a so church question saying, right there, boy. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, they're gearing it up to, to – Right. Talk about the real meaning of Christmas. Yeah. And so kids are saying, well, you know, we understand that. It's difficult this year and money and blah, blah, blah. And just kind of giving all these, mm-hmm. you know, it's more important to give than receive. And uh, so his little clip comes up and he says, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that plays. My son said, oh, no. I love it. My spiritual little boy. That's right, it. <laughs> Well, that's like my daughter. We just got through shooting or recording a podcast kid, which is a show I do with my daughter, podcastkid.com. And I asked her a series of questions and one of them was, and she's, you know, known for being a little Miss Morality and all this. I said, what would you do if you were invisible for one day? (laughs) She gets a sly look on her face. I would steal candy and cake. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yes. That's awesome. So the only thing keeping my daughter on the straight and narrow is the fact that she is not translucent <laughs> so, <laughs> or transparent at all. But if she was there, there she would be a, a hardcore sinner. So, oh man, I love that. Uh, I, I start my morning off with a big bowl of snow. Yep. <laughs> no yeah. presents. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah. So I'm thinking. <laughs> uh, we're, you know, because all the kids are giving good Sunday school answers. Yeah, My yeah. kid's the only one. I'm thinking, man, all these parents are going to think we're terrible parents, you know, <laughs> teaching our kid to love presents. And <laughs> so, and then they asked the last question, which was, you know, what do you think about um, building a well in Africa for kids to, you know, to have clean water and people have clean water? And he says, I think that's a good idea. Oh, good. He saved <laughs> so himself. He redeemed us. Yeah. Yeah, because he doesn't care about what people think of him, but we care about what people think of us. From <laughs> church kids. But I'm proud of him for giving truthful, honest answers. Absolutely. I didn't correct my oh, daughter no. either. Because, you know, <laughs> the right thing to do, most fathers would have been like, Jenna, you didn't you didn't mean to steal. You wouldn't stealing's not right. I just let it go because I'm like, you're never uh, gonna be invisible. <laughs> yes, exactly. And if you are, nobody's gonna catch you. So it's a win win, <laughs> really. So. <laughs> yeah, right. So, you know, go ahead and steal if you're invisible. Yeah. We'll yep. just see the food going down anyways, right? That's what I, I did ask her that. I'm like, wouldn't I just see a bag of f- chewed up food? She goes, oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, speaking of things we need to watch out for. It's time for the Geek Warning. Hey, um, let me tell you, Geek Warning, every week we come to you with something that you geeks need to watch out for. And uh, today I want to talk to you about a little place called GameStop or any Mm. of those places. Play Um, and trade. Yeah, any of them. You notice how you go in there and you get no customer service and the people are jerks? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. John, do you you witness with that? Can I get a witness up in here? Yes, yes. Amen, brother. I... Yes. Okay. Go in and they're like, what? Who are you? Why are you here? I don't care if it's Babbage's. You know, I don't even know if there is a Babbage's anymore. I think those are the ones that merged with GameStop. But 
Um, these people are so rude and here's the reason why they're jerks because that's a pawn shop. Believe it or not. That's all it is, is a pawn shop for games and pawn shop people. That is what they are. They are mean and rude because you know what? (laughs) They don't need you. You need them. And that's, that's why there's no customer service. You go to Publix, you get a little bit of customer service because you know, they need you to buy their food. Yeah. But this pawn sh- these pawn shops, they know you come there to try to rip them off and get a deal. And uh, so there you go. They're miserable. They are miserable. They're, they're not your friends. Yes. So, and, and it's a big scam, man. You come in with 13 games. You get $5. Oh, you yeah. Know, and then you go buy a, brand, you know, a used game for $5 less than it is brand new. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, I've gone there so many times looking for a deal and mm-mm. never find one. No, nope. best best place is Blockbuster, really. Yeah, the the only thing I've ever done is like when I got my brother's 360. You know, I'd never had one, and you know, mm-hmm. games had been out for a long time. And I went back and I got you know like a ton of old old games like uh, Perfect Dark and Halo One and Two from the original yeah. Xbox, and you know, and bought a ton of games. Uh, chat room is uh, saying the same thing. So yeah, uh, geek warning. Just don't expect anything good from those folks. They are there to rip you off. Okay. And in my opinion, you'd be better off selling your own games on eBay or trading them with your friends or getting on Craigslist um, and, and taking that money and buying new games or rent them or whatever. So there you go. Uh, While we mentioned the chat room, I might as well go ahead and holler at them. Thank you so much chat room for joining us. You can join us in the live chat room every Monday night at nine 30 uh, Eastern time. Let me holler at some names real quick. Daddy Digest is in there. Uh, Norwegian Girl, Sparkle Rose, Terminator, the Batman Freak, Harling, and a whole bunch of anonymous people. Thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we'll see you, hopefully, next week in our live chat room. Uh, a little bit of news to get out of the way. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we had a false start on a contest. We wanted to give away a Chad Vader uh, black t-shirt i'm showing it right now in the chat room chad vader is a internet celebrity if you don't know the uh, we got a chance to meet him and uh, yeah. actually got some audio from him this is matt sloan with chad vader and you're listening to broke ya. yeah yeah M- matt sloan is the voice of chad vader and actually um, got picked up by lucas arts and uh, does mm-hmm. the official voice for all the video games and all that and he has a t-shirt and we'd like to give it away it's a 2x black shirt if you'd like to win that thing all you have to do is go to brokey.com and comment on the show notes for this episode. That's all you have to do is post a comment on our WordPress blog uh, for this episode. And again, this is episode uh, number 13. 13. There you go. So, yeah. So, leave a, so that's it. Yeah. Just leave, leave a comment. Leave a comment of any size, any value, and we'll pick one at random and we'll give this shirt away. Um, you know, I hope, I hope next week. If not, you know, if we don't have more than five or six, we'll give it away the following week. I want to at least have 20 people participating. That's my yeah, minimum. That'd be cool. I ain't giving it away otherwise. So there you go. All right. Uh, real quick, I'm going to mention our sponsors and get some business out of the way. Um, you need to listen and uh, and go and check out Lens Lathers. That's L-E-N-I-S Lathers.com. In a hectic world with stress from every direction, we offer a line of specialty fragrances and bath products that will give you a chance to relax, unwind, and carry tranquility throughout your day. Lenslathers.com. Check it out. Also brought to you by GoToMeeting.com. See, colleagues are now in different offices, working from home, 
or they're always traveling. It's impossible to get everyone you need in the same room for a meeting. And that's why I recommend GoToMeeting by Citrix. The whole team can attend a meeting online no matter where they are. You just need a computer with an internet connection. And whoever leads the meeting shows their desktop to everyone else in the meeting. Right there for everyone to see. You can collaborate on documents in real time. It's more efficient and faster than a boring old conference call. Try collaborating on a document on one, you know, with just a phone. We use GoToMeeting, and we can't believe how easy it is to set up a meeting. I mean, in two minutes, you're ready to go. My listeners can try GoToMeeting free for 45 days. That's over a month of unlimited online meetings for free. But for this special offer, you must visit GoToMeeting.com. Click on the Try It Free button. Use the promo code PODCAST. That's GoToMeeting.com, promo code PODCAST, for this special free 45-day trial. All right, John. Let's uh, let's jump into it. Best video games of all time. Best video games. We don't have these in. Any, I don't have these in any particular order. If I do, it was accidental. Maybe from oldest to most recent. Okay. And, and it's not necessarily a timeline. But what I'd like to do is just bounce it back and forth. I'll do one. You do one. Um, okay. And we'll see what we come up with. If we double up on one, we can talk about it together. Um, right. I'll get us started with a game. I don't even know if anybody knows about this. I rented it randomly, and I played the stink out of it. And that's really what I based things on. Not the best graphics, necessarily. I don't care how popular the game was. These are games that I just put my heart and soul into for a certain amount of time. Okay. This this game came with a pair of 3D glasses in the case that, that I rented from the store. It was called 3D World Runner. For the NES, really? 3D World Runner. Yeah, now, I, I don't recall that one, but I'm, I'm looking at the link that you put in the show yeah. notes, and this, I do, I remember it now. Yeah, you see okay. the screenshot. You were, yeah. it was like a third person perspective. You, you're running straight, and it wasn't real 3D. I mean, they, they had an effect that, that was kind of neat. Um, I think there was a mode you had to put it in that took all the color out and just did the, the blue and red, you know, mm-hmm. effect. But um, it it was really challenging, and I really, really like this game, especially the parts where the floor goes away, and all you have are these bouncy, uh, like, little toadstools you have to jump on. And, man, if you didn't memorize the pattern, mm. you would die. That was it. So, yeah, it was it was a really fun game, though. I played the mess out of it. It was, it was really fun. So your turn. Well, my, I actually did put mine in kind of uh, chronological order Good. Um, from, from how I played. So the first one I'm going to mention is an Atari game because that's the first first system that I ah. ever played on. And um, Atari, the game I loved, um, and, and honestly, it was mostly for the music because this had such awesome music, um, was Pitfall 2. Huh. It was one of the first – it wasn't the first game I ever played. You know, everybody remembers Pitfall. Actually, I think I – came with the Atari system back in the day, but Pitfall 2 um, was kind of a sequel to it, and it was more of just a scrolling, it was actually almost a true platform, it had save points, Um, you know, it had a kind of a plot to it where you were going to rescue your... Yes, that's the music! Pitfall 2, the saga continues. That is pretty hardcore music for the day. Yeah, I mean, I used to just play. 
since 1984. Wow. And it was it was great. It was awesome music. It had a fun little theme to it. It had um, different, uh, um, you know, you had water that was moving. It had um, it had kind of a horizon to the background. I mean, this is you know eight bit technology at its best. Right, right. Um, and I loved that game. Um, so you know, cool. mostly again for the music. <laughs> now you just made me add one because I had Atari twenty six hundred back in the day. And mm-hmm. uh, I think I had it late in life, but we had a game called Circus, and okay. uh, it was it was a little dude, two little dudes on a on a teeter totter, and you would you played it with the um, oh gosh 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 the paddle the paddle yeah. thank you paddle. yeah one uh, button on the side yeah you played it with the paddle and you could play it single player or two player where you took turns catching the little guy and launching the next one up in the air and try to get all the balloons and um, yes. man me and my sister Leanne played that game all the time and it was so hilarious uh because if he crashed his head would splat and it was just a long it was a straight line of his head and his little <laughs> legs and arms would still be kicking <laughs> it was yes. pretty graphic for the day you know <laughs> yes that uh i remember that one i remember seeing that in the store and um because the front of it had like a circus tent on the top and then yeah, yeah. Had these like clowns or something jumping off the the teeter totter. Yeah, and the, obviously the graphics, you know, of the actual game were nothing <laughs> compared yeah. to any of that back then. Of course, there was no gameplay footage used in any of the advertising, you know, back right. then. Uh, you had to see the box to know what they were talking about with the characters. Yes, yes. You know, I was like, oh, "What game is that?" Oh, okay, I see from the pictures on the box. Yeah. Um, so are you? Uh, you got more on that one? No. Because I had another Atari game that I loved playing. It was called Mega Mania. Huh. And it was a game – see, I'm kind of going from memory on this one. It uh, it had cool music. I remember it had – there was a, um, a commercial for it on TV that that they were playing. It had like rock music playing and they'd say, Mega, Mega Mania. It looks kind of like a ripoff of like a Space Invaders or something. It it was kind of Space Invaders. Um, it was stuff that would come down on the screen, except it was, it was a little bit different. It wasn't. It was different things. Sometimes it'd be dice, and they would go side to side, and then sometimes uh. it would be drum sets that would be kind of coming down. Um, and that was a fun game. I used to actually take that game, and and a few other games. I would like have like a story in my head. And I would play like that game, and then I would go to like an airplane game, pretending like I got out of something and jumped into an airplane, and then <laughs> see that's to- that's what you used to have to do because yeah, there, there was no a- story. <laughs> yeah, you just try not to die, flip it off, and turn the next one on. And I never flipped off my games, but I, <laughs> I think I know well, what you mean. Yeah. Uh, uh, moving in for me, moving in the Nintendo world. Um, Super Mario Brothers 3 was probably my favorite yeah. of the of the last bit of my Nintendo world. Uh, again, in no particular order because I've got a couple more NES games I'm going to throw in after this. But as far as games that I just sat and played and tried to unlock and learn all the secrets and mm-hmm. how to fly and you were Tanuki Mario and Frog Mario and... You know, yeah. am I thinking? Yeah, I'm thinking of the same game, and you drop through the blocks and this, that, and the other, and oh, I loved it. Love that game. I loved that game. That was probably the first game that I ever beat without cheating. Ah, and um, I yeah, I had. Do you remember um, 
for the Nintendo, the big kind of uh, controller that had a joystick on yeah, it. Yeah, the big flat the panel buttons. block thing. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I had that, oh. and um, and I used to to use that on the game. That had a Loved turbo it, switch on it, didn't it? It did. Yes. Oh yeah. So he would shoot those fireballs really fast. So <laughs> I guess maybe I kind of did cheat a little bit, <laughs> but man, he could throw those fireballs with that turbo button. It's awesome. Yeah, that was that's a great game, Super Mario Brothers three. That um was on my list as well. I have it on my Wii. So Really? Yep. Did you download it from the, the Wii store? Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. How how do you how does it work with that controller? Uh or did you buy about, the about the, the same? Yeah, I have okay. the retro controller. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say I'd I'd have to have that too, because yeah, that's the only way. You know, you get your you get your thumb on the on the B button and then jump with yep. the back part of your. You can thumb. do that with the Wiimote. I mean, it's surprising how how similar the Wiimote is to the old classic controller. I mean, they they both have the same amount of of uh, what's what's the word for fitting your hand nicely? Ergonomics. Yeah, <laughs> they have about the same amount of ergonomics. At, you know, a square huh. versus yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the oh, Wii man, actually... I would get so sore in the corners oh, of my hand Yes, holding that thing. Yes. Well, the next on my list actually is going to kind of a computer slash console. It was the Commodore VIC-20, hmm. and um, it had cartridges that you could stick and play games, or you could load them up through the little tape drive. And um, a couple of games that we had for it, this was actually my first. I never owned an Atari. My neighbor did, so I'd always play at his house, ah. but... My dad bought a VIC-20, you know, because it was a computer and that would help me learn computer stuff. And uh, I just played games on it. Um, you could plug a, uh, an Atari controller up to it, though, and play games like Radar Rat Race, hmm. which was – it was just an 8 – you know, of course, it was an 8-bit game. Um, it was a little mouse and it was kind of like Pac-Man. Um, you were a little rat that was going through a maze and you had to eat these little cheeses and stuff like that. But there was these things following you. But what I loved about this game is you could push your button, push the button. And like, I don't know what the mouse was doing, if it was farting or what, but these stars would come out from behind them and kill whatever was, oh, whatever cool. was chasing you. So like Pac-Man with a, with a gun. Yeah, it was. It was Pac-Man with like a smoke screen. <laughs> it sounds like Pac-Man and Mappy mixed together. Did you ever play Mappy? The old... I remember the name, but I don't remember the game. It was a rat, It was a mouse cop and all these cats, and there was levels yes. of a building, and you would bounce on these trampolines, and you could only bounce like three times, and the trampoline would go away. And I yeah, if you open doors... You know, or shut them. That that would send this signal out to. to anyway, it was like Burger Time and all those yeah. kind of games, uh, which I gotta say, in one big gulp, without it being my turn, I love Mappy and and uh, Burger Time. Those were yeah great games. Now I didn't experience them when I was a kid, uh, but uh, later in life, when the retro revolution came around, I was able to start using emul- emulators and play those. It was a lot of fun. Fun. Yeah, and that that could be a whole topic all of its own is emulator. Games. Absolutely, maybe we'll do that. Oh, would be rad. Okay, uh, one of my favorite all time games beyond Super Mario Brothers three is the first game I ever beat, ever, and I've never finished a Mario game ever. Have I ever, except for maybe Galaxies, you know, uh, wow. Super Mario Galaxy. But because um, I, I get into all the details and I never finish because mm-hmm. I just want to cheat and find out all the secrets and blah, blah, blah. Well, but 
this one so I beat. Mario three was the only one I ever won too, so don't ah, feel bad. Okay, good. Um, I, I played it from the beginning to the end. Most frustrating game in humanity because I think there's <laughs> only one restart point, and it's usually halfway into the level, and that would be Mega Man two. Mega Man two. I remember that game so well. I played it and played it and played it, and I remember getting to the end guy, and I tried every power. I remember when I first played it. And I was like, oh, this is kind of boring. You know, I'm shooting, I'm shooting. What's the deal with Mega Man? And then I beat the first boss and got his stinking power. <laughs> OMG, that was amazing. <laughs> I was hooked. I was absolutely hooked. I played that thing all the way through. I was at the end boss, and I'm hitting him with logs. I'm hitting him with cuts. I'm hitting him with everything I can. And then the last thing you would think, bubbles. bubbles? <laughs> and it starts tearing him up. Stinking <laughs> Bubbles. I'm like, no, I've been sitting here for two hours fighting this guy, trying to kill him in bubbles is what does it. Oh, so yeah, wow. Mega Man 2, actually, I looked it up on Wikipedia, is generally considered to be probably the best game in the hit for NES period mm. by most folks. I never played Mega Man 2. It is awesome. I lost 20 geek credits now, but <laughs> I never played it. I never. Uh, oh, it's frustrating. I don't think I knew anybody that had it. I don't know why I had it. I must have rented it or borrowed it from a friend or something. Cause, uh, Wait, I think I let my friend borrow it. I uh, had it. Oops. And I never saw it. No. <laughs> 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 I did have that. Hey, since we're talking about PlayStation games, or I'm sorry, Nintendo games. <laughs> yeah. Nintendo <laughs> everything. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump over one of mine and talk about um, Life Force. It's it's not on my list, but I, I have to add it because that was a game that I had that I did loan to somebody and they, they oh, stole it. Boo. That was a game. Um, yeah, it was like the end of the school year and I let this kid borrow and I said, yeah, I'll just bring it back next, you know, after summer. And he never came back to the school. Yeah, that's a bad time to lend things out yeah. to people. <laughs> that was an early life lesson. <laughs> <laughs> But um, this game, Life Force, was you were a ship, and it was a side-scroller. And most of the time you're looking from the side, but sometimes you would look from the top down, you know, so you're moving left to right um, and going forward. Yeah. Or just top of the screen instead of from left of the screen to the right of the screen. Anyways, it was a game that was in the arcade, and they actually translated over into the Nintendo. And uh, there's some differences and stuff, obviously, in the graphics, but it was a great – it was a cool little game. You were a spaceship, and you were, like, flying through a, a human body. And um, huh. you know, blowing up little bacteria and stuff. I think I remember that. seeing an ad for that in like Boys Life or something. <laughs> yeah, back in the day. In in the arcade, it had um, little. It, it would talk to you. So when you're flying around, it said, "Pick it up for multiple. Pick <laughs> it up for extra speed." And um, that's one of the reasons why I got it for the Nintendo. But it didn't talk to you. Oh so. yeah, yeah. The wizard needs food badly. Yeah. Your wizard <laughs> is about to die. Um, another one of mine on the NES. And and again, I you know, I love the graphics on this thing. I love the darkness of it. I loved the fact that you could repel off walls, and that was the original Batman game for the NES. Um it was very frustrating. It was very Mega Man like, but the fact that you could jump on a wall, hit A, and repel and keep going up, that was a major game dynamic of the entire thing. I played yeah. that game and played that game and played that game. I don't know that I ever beat it, but, man, I came close. Uh, loved it, loved it, loved it. It just You had to memorize almost everything about the game 
to, to be able to get through it. You had to duck at yeah. certain times and all this. And there just, there was a time when I had so much time, <laughs> I could never play something like that now. But, um, mm. Batman for the NES, I thought the graphics were amazing because the, the, the Batman would fade in, you know, Val, uh, not Val Kilmer. Good Lord. Um, What's his Michael name? Keaton. Michael Keaton, you know, would show up in the symbol and the car and the whole thing. It was awesome. It was great. So that was based on the movie. That that Batman game was like the Batman the movie. Yeah, but it was very – it wasn't – I don't know. I, maybe I'm thinking wrong, but it, I thought it used the title sequence, but after that, it was totally different. Totally okay. different. Um, so, like yeah. Like they usually are. Mm-hmm. And it was good though. I really liked it. Awesome. I, I'm going to take a step back a little bit and go into the arcade world because um, as a kid, I did, really didn't have a game console of my own. You know, I had the Vic 20, the Commodore, mm-hmm. um, but my dad would take us out occasionally into the arcade where I'd go with my neighbor friends or whatever. And one of the games that I played early on was Defender. And um, I, I, you know, I, I don't think that was one of those games you could ever win. It was just always a high score right, thing. Right, right. And I probably never got a high score. You know, the the object was to go down and rescue the people, and I would always wind up shooting them just because I, that's all I could do. <laughs> so, but that was an early one that I always enjoyed playing whenever we went to the pizza joint or whatever. Right. Defender. Defender. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to go to SNES the, um, when I was in college, and I went to college late, so this is you know, 12, 13 years ago. Uh, Diddy Kong Racing came into my life. Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah. And um, I loved that game. I, I fell in love with kart racing on the uh, compu- you know on, on my consoles at that point. Mm-hmm. And I played that thing. I beat every single level. I got every single coin. I got unlocked every single character, every single trophy, and got to the point where the entire game started over but in reverse. Oh. Like it mirrored, it just flipped horizontally. And so it ruined me because every single thing that I'd learned and memorized about every single track suddenly worked against me. Was backwards. Yes. Ah. So I didn't play through the game again. But uh but that was around <laughs> the same time that I had a buddy with a PS PlayStation, I guess the original PlayStation. And mm-hmm. he and he had the game, um, I think it was Metal Gear. Metal Gear, Metal Gear. So, yeah, maybe it was solid. I don't know. And it was the one where you you fight this guy and you can't get around him, and somebody tells you to plug your controller into the other slot so he can't read your your moves ahead of time. Oh, oh my goodness! It was the most magical moment. That was cool, huh? Yeah, that game was I, awesome. Metal. They had Metal Gear on the Nintendo. Psycho as well. Mantis. That's what uh, Batman freaks saying in the chat room. Thank you so much. Yeah, there was even a point where you put the controller down, and to prove his mastery, uh, they used the uh, the vibration in the controller to move. You know, the controller around the table, and it just to- you knew it was fake. You know, but it was so it crossed that fourth wall. You know, like he was talking yeah. to you. And then, like I said, you you can't beat him because he's anticipating all your moves. He's reading your controller, quote unquote. And right. so it says, "Hey, unplug it and plug it into the other one." You know, and this is way before USBs, where you you know this was still back in the day when you plug something in, you needed to reboot your machine. You know, yeah. if you even had a machine. And uh, oh, that that moment was so amazing! You finally beat the guy. That is, 
Awesome. I love Sony for that. Thank you. Yes, yes. Not for much else since then, but yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, well, um, I, I'm going to stick to the, the arcade going through my life chronologically here and just name a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Dragon's Lair. Oh, yeah. Talking about revolutionary. I love – I never – I died every single time, you know, it was up. Three guys down the drain. I could never play that game, but I love to watch people play it. Um, I sucked at it. I couldn't get the timing right or whatever. Yeah. But See, it was I, like I saw that on the news when I was a kid, and I never saw it in real life, ever. And so when it came out on the iPod, I snatched that joker up, and I enjoy yeah. it. It's fun. You can play Dragon's Lair on the iPod? Yeah, they have it on the iPad and the iPod. Is it iPod free? Touch. No, it costs. But it's not much. That's awesome, man. I'm behind. <laughs> but that was one of my favorite games. And then I have to mention um I have to mention Double Dragon. Oh, see, you took one of mine. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's the f- that was a uh, a great great game. That was the one to go and play with your friend. You know, you, uh, there was one at the uh, grocery store when I lived in Virginia, and I would ride my skateboard up to the grocery store with a pocket full of quarters and just dump them in the machine and just play until uh, until they were all the quarters were gone. Sometimes I'd have some quarters left. Sometimes I wouldn't. Uh, Terminator in the chat room says, double dragon all the way. <laughs> <laughs> I played that game with a friend of mine. And I had never played it all the way through. And we just kept chunking quarters in there. We're fighting. We're getting to the last level. And Homeboy didn't tell me that you fight each other at the end. And he starts attacking me. And I don't even know why. <laughs> but I beat him. Nice. And it was such a wonderful moment. I've had maybe two moments like that in my life. And that was one of them. <laughs> And one I of them involved a Pepsi can. Beat him. Oh, yeah. That's the other moment. <laughs> hey, speaking of arcade, I'm going to move into arcade, too. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, man. The original. Not Turtles in Time. I'm talking about the original, you know, oh, Cowabunga, shell-shocked, you know. Uh, yes. I love the one that had the four controllers uh, yes, on it. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Good one. I love that game. I, I That's another one I beat. They used to have it on base at the uh, – at the the – the bowling alley. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's I, why I would play it, too. I dumped so many quarters in there, beat the whole thing, you know, and Shredder and, you know, Krang and, you know, Bebop, Rocksteady, all that. It was awesome. Loved it. Uh, and hand-in-hand hand with that is the Simpsons game that was at Time yes. Out Arcade um, there in, in St. Uh, Mary's, <laughs> Georgia. Just Time to, Out. Yeah, it was where it was down at the end of where that sports shop was that you worked at. Um, that strip oh, mall. Yeah. And now I think it's a yogurt shop. But yeah, the Simpsons, man. You know, four players. Yep. You get four guys going at the same time. You're hitting stuff yep. with a broom. I mean, a, a vacuum cleaner or your belly or, you know, eat my shorts. Yep. It was just. Get get Bart on top of uh, Homer's shoulders and, and have like an oh, ultimate yeah. character. Oh, yeah. I just remember being so amazed with the colors of that game that it looked so much like. You know, and I wasn't familiar with the the show at the time. My mom didn't let me watch it, but yeah. I'd seen commercials. I'd seen, you know, Bart Simpson t shirts were a dime a dozen. I mean, everybody was wearing them back then. In my shorts, yeah, you knew all about the uh, the 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 cartoon that cussed, you know, and uh, it, yeah. it was just awesome. It was amazing that it looked so much the same, and that was a big deal back then. So 
this was 92 93 you know yeah so like playing the playing the cartoon it was good it was a good game mm-hmm. i loved those four person consoles that uh they had in the arcades there was another one i can't remember the name of it it was like a dungeons and dragons kind of yeah. game where you had different characters one of them had an axe one of them had a bow um it might have been I'd, golden axe I, that sounds right yeah i know that they had it for the um they had it for the uh, i think it was the atari I don't remember who it was. It wasn't all that all that great. It might have been the Nintendo. Mm. Um, but speaking of Nintendo, I had a Nintendo Entertainment System, and really the only notable game that I remember from playing from that was Super Mario Brothers Three, which you mentioned already. But um, my sister, my older sister, had a Super Nintendo, and when I got to college, my roommate had a Super Nintendo, and Street Fighter was the game that we played. Mm. I'm not much of a fighter game kind of guy yeah. like not these days but i love playing some street fighter especially when i was a little bit better because uh, i usually got you know i usually got the game handed to me and i was the one leaving the room first uh, but my my roommate his buttons on his controllers you remember when you get a new controller all the buttons were nice and crisp yeah and yeah they come back up right away well his buttons were mashed so hard from playing uh street fighter that you know, you, they felt like they were going to fall out any second. That's hilarious. But, um, that was a good. That was a Street Fighter. A little and bit of I, trivia I, on the arcade version of those. Um, original. You know how they had uh, six buttons. It was the first one to have. You know, a medium attack, a light attack, and a hard attack on each one. You remember all yes, that? Yes, I do remember that. Well, originally, um, when they first released that game, the trivia part is that they had touch sensitive buttons, and. Um, you you could hit them light, medium, or hard, and what was happening is players were getting so into it they were literally, you know, like knee dropping down on the buttons to wow. to do these mega attacks and drop you know elbow drops and all these wrestling moves on the on the uh, arcade machines, and so <laughs> they uh, when they did a wide release that's when they came up with the six button configuration. So uh, I hated that game. It was at Pizza Hut there in St. Mary's, and my <laughs> my later to be wife Jennifer. Would just play E Honda and do the the hundred yes, hand slap the hand, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and my little Chun Li or my Dalsim or any of these guys, you know, they'd just die. It was terrible. Yeah, so I hated that. Um, Smash TV. Uh, this was a game, an arcade game where you used two joysticks, one to aim and move, the other one was mm-hmm. to shoot in a certain direction. It was awesome, and it was a it was like done up like uh, Running Man, the you know the movie where you were in a video game and you had to kill as many of these guys as possible for cash and prizes. And I remember the only part I hated about that game is that you didn't get the prizes in real life. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a, um, that was similar to uh, Robotron twenty twenty eleven or, or thirty eleven or something like that. Maybe. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Of course you don't ever get the real <laughs> prizes. And um Gauntlet was the game we were thinking of. Thanks, uh, Dr. West and Norwegian Girl. In the chat. Gauntlet. Um, in the chat. To get arcades out of the way, uh my my all time favorite arcade game of all time had to be Miss Pac Man. And I have yet to find a Miss Pac Man that is wired the way the one particular game that I was addicted to was because my Miss Pac Man arcade that I played was at a KOA 
in Atlanta outside of uh, Six Flags, and we were there for the weekend. And this particular Pac-Man, uh, Miss Pac-Man, had the door unlocked, the little coin door. Oh, nice. And so we, we could open it up and add credits, as many as we wanted. You just flicked the little, the little sensor yeah, the in the little, back. Yeah, the little metal little thingy bobber. Oh, and man. And we played that thing because it rained out. So we were stuck at this queue. We couldn't go, couldn't go to the theme park. And, dude, we stayed up there in that game room and played that Joker all day long to the point that I literally had blisters, you know, on the crux on the inside of, of my wow. thumb between my thumb and finger and that webbing there because you, you just learned to, <laughs> to memorize these patterns. But the thing is, I'm saying that I've never found one just like this is this game was super fast. Yeah. And now I play Miss Pac-Man. I got it for my iPod and I expect it to be the same way. It's slower than dirt and I can't stand it. I, you know, I was, I was, um, joking when you were working on the the thing there uh-huh. um when i was a kid we had one in our and i i was looking it up because you know you said miss pack and i said mrs pac-man or miss because at the at the um arcade where i went growing up they had like a big special sign made up that they had mrs pac-man and that it was um you know super speed huh and i went and looked on the internet to see you know was mrs pac-man actually a game and i couldn't find anything no there's it. no such thing maybe maybe it was a setting maybe it was a hack or something you know that they could up the speed yeah. but man i loved it i tore through that level after level after level and just got so good at it and uh the part that i don't want to tell you about and i can't tell you about is the fact that one one particular moment we looked down inside the machine and, and found about three inches of quarters in the bottom of that machine. And, and I honestly did not even think about the fact that we were stealing. I thought we had found a pot of gold (laughs) and we cleaned that joker out and we split it up. And I think it was like $20 for each of us in quarters. And of course it was me and Leanne took an even cut, but my little sister, (laughs) Uh, she got like five dollars and quarters. You know, she got the short end of the stick. And when oh, we went man. to Six Flags, I got a caricature artist to draw me <laughs> in color, <laughs> airbrushed and everything. Man, wow! Where'd you get the money for that, James? My stepdad asked. Oh, he did it for free. Okay. <laughs> so. And that's when you were invisible. Oh, but dude, it was like amazing. Heaven's doors had opened wide. Meanwhile, hell's gates were opening behind me, but dude, it was so you didn't awesome. Know? Oh man, a pile of quarters. That's also when I fell in love with Joust. I'd never gotten that game until oh. that day. That that one was open too. But I will tell you this, years later we went back. Me and my wife ended up camping there and um for we were there for some you know, event or something at Six Flags. And uh, those same game machines were there, and every one of them had that big, long padlock that went across the entire oh, door. Yeah. And I was like, hey, that's because me, you know. That's my fault. James was here. <laughs> anyway. Hey, did you ever play Sega Genesis? Sega. A little bit. I think I, I went over to friends' houses and stuff, played um, Sega. I my brother in law had one when he joined the Marines, and um, the only game I ever played on it. I didn't care for Sonic. I didn't care for any other games except for Mortal Kombat on the Sega Genesis, huh. and that that was the funnest. 
because you had those special kill moves where you could punch somebody's head off and do <laughs> that was fatalities, it. man. That was the most Fatality. evil game in the world. <laughs> Wasn't it evil? It was. It was Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter Two. At, at, yeah. at the local. See, that's the thing kids today don't understand is before home consoles got good, um, arcades was where you could you had to go. But arcades were synonymous with drug use. And so none of the parents would let us go. And so the yeah. only place that you could play was at the Pizza Hut or at the yep. back of the Flash Foods. <laughs> yep, because they'd always have a couple games yep, in there. they just had a couple of them. Uh, losers don't do drugs, you know, and that kind of thing flashing on the screen. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. Uh, PC. I have to get into some PC gaming real quick. I'm going to I'm gonna blow through three of them real quick because they're all kind of the same genre. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw... Uh, I, I want to say Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein was my first first-person shooter. I absolutely fell in love with it. Um, yep. I don't even remember how we got it. It was my my future brother-in-law's uh, home computer, and it barely ran. Um, and I found out about cheat shareware. codes. Cheat, yeah, shareware cheat codes for the first time. Um, you know, the God mode. Uh, you know, and secrets, you know, pushing on the walls. Dude, we mapped out every single level by hand. Awesome. Um, awesome. And I don't even remember how cheat codes were spread. You know, we weren't on the bulletin boards back then. There was no email. Uh, you know, we weren't even on AOL. I think it was just passed around at school, you know. For that matter, yeah. how did I learn about the stinking Contra, um, you know, the most famous cheat code in life? You know, left, Magazine. left, right, right. Up down up down B A B A start. I I don't. Somebody just must have told me. I don't even remember. Yeah, that's how I learned it from somebody who read it in a magazine or something ah, like that. Well, yeah. and then then hand in hand after that, oh, Wolfenstein Doom. I remember when I saw that at Sam's Club uh, on a demo on one of those machines, and oh yes. my goodness, it looks so real. And I'm like, my mom will never let me play that because there's all these spider droids getting shot and demons, demons. And, and all this yep. stuff. But uh, sometime later, I actually got to play um, Doom, um, Doom 2, uh, obviously, you know, much, much later, Doom 3, but uh, Quake 1, Quake 2, Quake 3, you know, all of those games were absolutely just oh they're still they still hold a special place in my heart i i yeah. i remember with doom i was playing multiplayer and back then you had to have a friend and you dialed into their phone number and mm-hmm. if and once their computer finally picked up the phone yep. and you could find a game and get it hooked up i remember me and a friend uh named dave white would play and this was when jen was in school so this is 95, 96, I don't even know. And uh, we, I, he was chasing me, and I accidentally hit the shift key, and I moved into run <laughs> for the first oh. time. We'd been walking around shooting each other. Didn't even know that you could <laughs> run. You know, my space marine's just limping around, getting shot. He says, he, he calls me because we were on the phone. Or actually, we got off, and he calls me because there was no cell phones. We didn't have cell phones then. And yeah. uh, he's like, dude, you just took off. I'm like, dude, if you hit shift, you run. So <laughs> it's awesome. Try it. It's amazing. I didn't play Doom much. I played Wolfenstein, but not much Doom. Mm. That's uh, I one of the games I loved on the PC though. Kind of during those college years was uh, Full Throttle. 
Oh, you yeah, yeah. Throttle? All those LucasArts games, dude. Yeah. I played them all. Uh, Mist was that? No, not Mist. Mist wasn't LucasArts, but it wasn't an adventure-based game. No, I'm thinking so about like, Loom. That's the one I'm thinking of. Loom. Loom was was one of those. Full Throttle Ooh. was another. Um, man, I played all of those uh, LucasArts games. Yeah, and the King's Quest series. Series. Oh, I was. I loved those games. Definitely yes. PC games. King's All Quest and and uh, Space Quest. Roger Wilco. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, he's always a janitor. Those were <laughs> those were so hard. I remember there was one part in 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 King's Quest because you basically had to run around and click on every pixel in the screen yeah. to try to figure out how to play those things, and uh, they're frustrating now. Yeah, they are. But uh, Alone in the Dark them. on the PC, one of the you know mm. a great uh, video game that. That had uh, two-dimensional backgrounds, and then 3D characters walking around inside of them, and you're, you know, it's it's set back in the day. And I played that thing and played that thing. And even did you ever play it with the lights off? No, no, I didn't. I was too scared. Because <laughs> if you died, it's a scary game. If if you died, they threw you off a cliff. You know, it was scary. Yeah, because bad guys would just be walking around, and if you got their attention, they would, you know, get aggro and come get you. And, yeah. Oh. Horrible. I played Doom like one of the few times I did play. I played it with my headset on and I was just in my room by myself. And dude, that was scary crap because yeah. you could hear people screaming and yelling. That scared me. <laughs> so I didn't play as much. <laughs> I did the same thing with, with uh, Doom 3, you know, the 3D version. I had that junk on and you'll be going down a hall and, the, and all these symbols will appear on the wall and you'll hear, <laughs> yeah. and I'll be like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I call on you right now. I forgive myself. Deliver me. <laughs> so, yeah. But speaking of being scared to death on a game, I, 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 my life changed forever when I played Half-Life for the first mm. time. Played through that game. You're walking through a dang air vent, and one of them head crabs jumps out of nowhere and gets on your face <laughs> and freaks you out. It is the scariest thing in the world. I played with a friend that was easily startled. And when when that first happened to him, he he literally just stood up and ran out of the room. <laughs> and his guy is getting chomped on and dies. He's like, I can't play that anymore. I can't play that anymore. I can't. I'm going to have bad dreams. Uh, it was about that same time that I was playing the first Resident Evil as well. And that one had some mm. – that was like the first time you started seeing survival horror, you know, where it was just yeah. spooky. Everything yeah. was Mario and, and Sonic, and all of a sudden you got Resident Evil, you know? That Ugh. was a PlayStation 1 game, wasn't it? I think so. Maybe that's where like- I played a lot of my PlayStation was at John Ard's house. And I remember there was a puddle of blood in one of the, one of the, uh, in one of the hallways, and the way the controls worked was so weird, you know, because you had to pivot your guy and then push forward. But if you just sat there and, and rotated, your guy would walk while he was turning. <laughs> You know, like in, in, and so I would put my character on that puddle of blood and I would sing dancing in the blood, dancing in the blood. And he would just be dancing in the blood. So I don't know why I shared that, but there you go. It's kind of freaky. Yeah. That's scary. Um, I have to mention Warcraft too, since we're talking about PC games. Mm -hmm. Um, that was probably one that I lost a girlfriend over. Oh, wow. um, because I played a lot of Warcraft 2, and it was just, you know. Plus just 300 geek cred. 
Yeah. <laughs> or gained it. I lost a girlfriend because of the game. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but uh, I played that a lot, and that was one of the games that once you got the the Battle.net version, mm. that you could actually modem play. No, no, it wasn't Battle.net version. It was just regular Warcraft 2. You could play online, Game so to spy. speak. By by dialing into somebody else's computer That's and awesome. uh, yeah, so me and my brother in law played that. Uh, he's now a big Warcraft World of Warcraft gamer, yeah. and I I just I just quit at World Warcraft two. I I didn't I played Warcraft three once, but nah, forget it. Yeah. Just couldn't keep up. Yeah, I'm too dumb to play those kind of games. I can't. Me I, too. I, there's a turn based. You know, if it's turn based, I'm good. But trying to keep track of all these little dudes and oh, they're all getting killed. And why'd you go over there? And yeah, I can't do it. Yeah. Um, speaking of the worst game, I th- I just had to mention this. Just honorable mention: the worst game I've ever played on the PC in my life. And you can look this up on YouTube and see it. This is the most random piece of crap you will ever see. <laughs> it was called Weird Dreams. And it Weird had a song dreams. that kind of sounded like this. Okay, let me describe a little bit of this game. You're basically in a coma in this house of mirrors, and you go through the mirror, and suddenly a bee holding a ball is chasing you. Or a mower comes over and mows you down for no obvious reason. Or you've got these jumping Easter Island heads, and you've got to jump up and grab a fish out of the air. But nobody tells you this. I mean, it is the most random thing. You go to next to a bed of flowers, and the flowers suddenly bite your head off, and you're dead. And it's just the dumbest, worst game in life. <laughs> Check I have it never out. heard that. They have playthroughs. You can up. look it up on YouTube, and they've got people that have, have memorized the game and have played through it. It is the worst game ever. And and the greatest thing about it is my I was talking to a buddy of mine. It happened to be Dave White again, um, who's the best man at my wedding. And I happened to mention this game. He goes, dude, the weird dreams. I said, yes, yes, that game is terrible. He says, you don't know, man. When we were really poor one time, uh, my wife made me promise I'd never buy a game. And, and I found some extra money. I had like $5 and I went to the bargain bin and I was really feeling convicted like I shouldn't do it. But I bought one game <laughs> and I got it home. I was so excited. And guess what it was? Stinking weird dreams. <laughs> you shouldn't have done it. He's That's like, why it was God's judgment against me. <laughs> it, this game is so bad. Um, it was it was about that same time frame, ninety three, ninety four, somewhere in there, maybe ninety two. And it is so bad that me and my brother in law, who played it together, uh, all these years later, sixteen years later, whatever, we still send each birthday or christmas we send a piece of that game we found the disc the original box and, no and we send them as gifts to each other over and over and over so wow the, the, every time you died in the game um you would come alive and see all these doctors looking at you and they would recharge your heart and put you back in the game it was ridiculous oh. it's so Freaky. random and stupid stupid if you can get a chance to play it i highly suggest it so that you know you can become suicidal like i was so anyway go ahead john what you got 1989 that's i was checking it out yeah um i got uh we're gonna move on into playstation i'm gonna mention two games that i really liked on the original playstation or playstation one um i didn't own twisted metal but i loved playing it at my buddy's house because he had one my brother had that yeah it was a fun game man you get to different cars and blow stuff up. I love blowing stuff up. 
And um, Vigilante 8 was uh, another game very similar to it. Um, just, you know, car games. You just you could play with other people and you're on one side of the screen, they're on the other, and you get to pick different cars and each one has a different kind of bomb or machine gun or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's just messing things up. Um, and those were... I I didn't own a PlayStation. I didn't really play much games in between um, high school and college. Uh-huh. It wasn't until after college I got married and my wife bought me a PlayStation. Uh-huh. And this was probably like 1998. And it had been out for a long time already. Yeah, yeah. And um, she bought me a PlayStation and I was like, oh, you're the best wife ever. <laughs> and played a lot of PlayStation and almost lost my marriage. <gasps> just No, just kidding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You scared me. No. <laughs> Remember the girl uh that uh I I lost my relationship with over Warcraft 2? Yeah. Well, I convinced her to marry me. Oh wow. Um, and even still she let me uh, she bought you a, a PS. That's funny. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, I never played a lot of those games, but one one racing game I really was into was a mod of Quake and it was called Quake Rally. And I remember hearing about that. It was the most fake is no physics whatsoever. You know, you, you, you just used your mouse and, and steered, but it was a lot like just controlling a really fast running character, except there was a car because if there was a slope or steps or anything, you could just drive your car right on up there, you know, Mm -hmm. so you could tell the bounding box around the car was about the same size. Cause that's the thing you could mod just about anything in quake yeah. but if you changed your model the bounding box basically the area that you could shoot and kill the other character wouldn't change and so yeah they had created these cars that were low to the ground and wider than the the actual character but it could still pass through walls and doorways that were a lot thinner <laughs> and uh so yeah i i don't know that i ever played a lot of quake rally but um i did i did check it out the graphics back then were so awesome but um <laughs> Let me jump through a couple of GameCube games because I didn't have a GameCube. Uh, awesome. SSX SSX Tricky was a uh, was a, 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 a snowboarding game that I really really yeah. liked. And uh, it's tricky to rock the mic, to rock the mic, that's right on time. It's tricky, <laughs> and I really okay. enjoyed the heck out of that. Um, playing some Mario Double Dash, some Mario Kart Double Dash was really really fun. I enjoyed that. Um, and so, yeah, GameCube, man. I still have my GameCube. It's packed up somewhere, but uh, awesome. I still have these games. I'm getting a little bit more modern. GameCube. Yeah, I uh, uh, another game that I had on the PlayStation was Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I loved playing that. Hmm. Awesome game. Pro Skater 2 it was. It, Pro Skater 2 is a lot like Pro Skater 1. Um, but, man, that, that kind of made me want to get back into skating because, you know, you're doing these awesome air moves and just flying through the <laughs> I always got the cheat codes for it and uh, you know you could you could unlock these cheat codes after yeah. you beat a level or whatnot but Perfect it was that balance was on game. grinding and you just yes. grind through the entire level yeah yep get mega points <laughs> but that was one of my favorites on PlayStation um one more GameCube that I didn't even have written down was Monkey Ball I, Monkey Ball. I loved Monkey Ball, man. Monkey Ball 2, we even bought it. And uh, I don't know, those those games are so fun for me. Just trying to get through those puzzles, manipulating that, that monkey in that ball. I even you loved know, the extra games. 
that were, you know, included in it. My wife and I played that a lot. Um, this isn't on my list either, but I never owned a, an N64, but we would, um, we would have to mention GoldenEye. That game changed first-person shooters for me forever. Hmm. Uh, being able to pick up a sniper rifle and shoot somebody that's like a speck on the screen after right. you know pull the scope up to your eye that that was an awesome. See, game. I I think that game changed first-person shooters for the console market forever. But us PC gamers had been doing that kind of stuff for a long time at that point. Yeah, I remember when everybody was that. tripping about Halo, and I'm like, dude. You know, where were you with Quake 3 Arena? You know, we've been doing this for five <laughs> years already. But uh, PS2, I still have my PS2, and mm. I have two guitars, and I plug them in occasionally and play me some Guitar Hero 1 and 2. Yes. And I have Guitar Hero 3 for the Wii, and then I have Rock Band. And uh, But it was never I, – I always played Guitar Hero 1 and 2, um, and my wife would play – along with me with, with Guitar Hero 2 in, in uh, collaboration mode instead of against each other. Like in the first one, you could only play against each other. Love mm-hmm. me some Guitar Hero. I don't know. Cool. I, I like the controllers better than Rock Band. I do have Rock Band for the PS... I mean, I'm sorry, the uh, 360, but I don't like the fret buttons nearly as much as on the yeah. Guitar Hero. I I do like uh, the, the, the Guitar Hero guitars. Um, I'm going to skip over PlayStation 2 because I never owned one. Yeah. And I did have an Xbox, though, original uh, Xbox. See, I did not. So go And for it. I still have it. In fact, I'm looking at it right now. Got all the games that I ever had for it. But, man, I was so excited. I bought it from Circuit City. It came with a couple games that were totally crap. But <laughs> I, I stumbled across Star Wars Battlefront um, and 1 and 2. And I've got to say, those are probably some of my all-time favorite games is uh, you know, there's nothing beats shooting stormtroopers, or being a stormtrooper and shooting rebels. But um, I loved me some Star Wars Battlefront, and probably two was my favorite because you could fly around in the ships. Mm. And uh, thinking about you know hooking it up just so I can do that, blow up some star destroyers. Uh, I had a Wii, as everybody in the in the world does, and I stumbled upon a great game because it was made by Steven Spielberg or produced by him. It's called Boom Blocks. And boom Blocks. Boom Blocks. And I think I only bought it because they had a two-for-three deal or a three-for-two deal or something-something, and I was buying one for my daughter. She wanted a high school musical sing-along deal, and, and uh, so they had a combo deal. We got it, got it home, and, dude, I love – I still love this game. And me and my wife will play it once in a while. It's basically like Jenga except supersized. And mm-hmm. you throw bowling balls at the blocks and try to knock off as many of them. And there's different levels of play. It's all physics-based. It is oh, awesome. Cool. I love, love, love. I mean, there's there's other wor- levels where you try to pull the blocks out and keep the stack going. There's others where each block has a uh, 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 an amount, you know, and you have to hit them. Huh. And, and you literally throw the ball using the Wiimote, you know. And um, it's a great game. If you haven't tried it out, I'm sure it's like ten bucks somewhere uh, right now. But it was it was produced by Steven Spielberg to play with his own grandkids, and it is fabulous. It really is very cool. Well, maybe I'm thinking about selling the Wii and uh, getting an Xbox 360 (laughs) with a Kinect on it. (laughs) You know, I don't I don't play the Wii that I have. My son watches Netflix on it, and occasionally he'll play a game, but. I don't have any favorite Wii games at all. Yeah, that's because the Wii is great when you have friends over, but that's about it. 
Yeah, but that's what I got Band Hero for. So. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, honorable mention on the Xbox is uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4. Mm. It was a lot of fun, really yep, kind of added some elements one. to it. Did you? Yeah. Fun game. I enjoyed some Pro Skater 4. Uh, Super Mario Galaxy was was a great game. I finished that one. I loved the mechanics of it on the Wii, the way it used the mm. controller, the the attacks, the graphics, you know, everything about it. I never had a Nintendo 64. Um so there you know, I didn't play a lot of the 3D. I, I wasn't real thrilled when Mario went 3D, but when I played this one, I repented because it was really really fun. And I, I probably need to get the second one, and um, and then I can sell my Wii and contribute to your Xbox 360 fan, uh, fund. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to move into PS3, and I know that we've got one that's both the same, so I won't mention that one. But, okay. Um, Just Cause 2 is the game I'm playing right now, and I'm loving yes. that game. I'm glad you got that. I'm loving it. Yes, thank you for convincing me I needed to get it. Unfortunately, I got it just before it went platinum, so. Ah, there whatever they call it, greatest hits in the Before it got Sony cheap. World. Yeah. Before it got 20 bucks. Yeah. Uh, I, I could have saved 10 bucks if I had waited a couple of weeks. It, it is I, a great game. Yeah, I love awesome. it. It's awesome. And I'm finally getting to sit down and play it a little bit more these days. Yeah, so. I actually pulled that joker out. I was playing that this weekend and just, just tearing it up. I love it. I love that you can... Do you have it for PS3? I do. Oh, it's only, it's only on PS3. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, same with Uncharted and Uncharted 2. Loving those games, yes. love those games too. Honorable mention on those, but not necessarily my favorite. Uh, on the three, on the uh, on the, I'm going to go ahead and mention the one we both have that I know we do probably on different platforms. On the Xbox 360, Batman yep. Arkham Asylum. Yep, one of the best games Game. I've ever played since since Half Life. Yeah, and, I, I I haven't played Half Life, but dude. Awesome game. Yeah, I, it, in, in the the mechanics of the game are great. The f- open fighting where you fight five guys at the same time and you're just fluidly mm-hmm. jumping between them. I love that. Uh, but I love the scarecrow uh, worlds. Just the scenes oh, there, yes, where it makes you think the game has crashed and it reboots mm-hmm. and and you're bound and the oh my and Joker's driving. Yeah. Your, oh Lord, that, that is a cool tripped with my mind. So good. Those those scarecrow scenes, the one in the morgue. Yes, I, I was playing that game by myself at night, and everybody had gone to bed. I yeah, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm a wimp. You are. Much. I was going to say that scared me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I had to turn the lights on when I went upstairs. <laughs> I was like, it's going to jump out at me. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, except for everybody that just listened, those yeah. um, kind of a little bit scary. Few, few thousand people. That's all. Um, yeah, sorry. My my number one game, if I had one, as far as a game, yeah. Have you ever read a book that's so good that you you hate that it's going to be over because you're going to miss the characters? Yeah. Um, th- this this game was as close to that as a game's ever been for me, and that game was Bioshock, the original Bioshock. I loved yeah. the world that that thing was set in. I yeah. I loved the story, um, the mystery, the way everything was laid out. The graphics were gorgeous. Um, you know the powers that you got and the storyline. I cannot give it away because even though it's been out forever, if you haven't played this game all the way through, um, if you want to talk about a sixth sense type moment, I have never had a game that made me feel like it had made me. It's you know what. Like this game, <laughs> it's biotech. Bi- uh, no, Bioshock. 
No, no, I oh. made you. It's biotech. Yeah, I did. Um, because <laughs> there is, it's just got one of the most amazing twists in history. Really? I don't care if you're talking about movies or video games, and it is definitely worth a play um, for that. So, see, you've never steered me wrong on a game, and I downloaded the demo to that, and I gotta say, I the. Everything was cool, like you say. The, the, from what I could tell from the story and everything mm-hmm. from the demo, but you know, it's just so short. I, I, you can't really get into the whole thing. So right, right. I might have to give that a second try. Yeah, I might have to jump play in it through, that. man. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't care for the ending too much, but but the there's a pivotal point in there near the end, right before the final boss battle, that just blows your mind. So. It's good mm. stuff. Um, honorable mention from the chat room. Batman Freak mentions Dead Space. I like Dead Space. I thought it was fun. It, it it was super frustrating for me in one spot because I didn't have any ammo and there was 500 of those guys. But I liked mm. the way you had to cut off their limbs, their extremities. It had a great story. It was basically a zombie story in space, but it had a little bit of a twist. So anyway. Is that, is that... I uh, didn't like the demo of Dead Space. Well, that's the room I'm talking about. That room in the real game. They throw you in the hardest part in the game, in that stupid huh. demo. Yeah, so. I it, uh, like the gun and stuff. It was cool, but I just he didn't yeah, care for I, the bad I, guys. I deleted it right away because it made me angry. <laughs> yeah, that's because the fat c- character. If you don't shoot him right and cut off his arms or whatever, he explodes yeah. and all these little critters come and eat you. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, I'd be amiss if I didn't mention some geek stuff real quick. There is a Leroy Jenkins shirt available at thinkgeek.com. <laughs> it, it's got a, it's just a white shirt with a name tag that says, Hello, my name is Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> and, it, and it says in small print, at least I got chicken. And um, <laughs> I have not played Warcraft in a minute, but I am thinking about buying that shirt for myself for Christmas. So. Jenkins. It's spelled all the way off the name tag down the shirt. You know, it's classic. <laughs> you need to check it out. We'll have the link in the show notes at brokey.com. Also, I, I'm getting um, one of the giant Lego minifig characters that they're putting out for Star Wars. I found one yesterday at Target, and it is a, yeah. a it's got to be two foot tall. It's an alarm clock. But it's a cool. it's a Lego minifig of Darth Vader, and I'm very excited to get that for Christmas. So, and that's at Target. I have to check. That I out. think that's where I got it. It was either that or Walmart. No, I got it at Walmart. I got it at Walmart. They had Yoda, and they had uh, uh, Vader. I probably would have rather had a Stormtrooper, but I, I like Vader more than Stormtroopers. So, um, yeah. uh, also, uh, video wise, you're you're going to go to Brokey.com. You're going to look in the show notes, and while you're leaving a comment for winning this Chad Vader shirt. You're going to click on the King's Firecrackers um, link because there, there's these uh, this this group of girls. They're between fourth and eighth grade, and they jump rope and they jump rope like you ain't never seen before. And it's the most amazing uh. thing. I love Genius. I really do. I even had a show that I was trying to do one time called I Like Genius, and um, and you guys know we love people that are awesome. Yes. Um, and these girls, there's about 30 of them out doing a half court, a half time show for a basketball game, and they bring the house down. You will see some of the most amazing moves in your life. So click on the YouTube link uh, there in the show notes, episode 13. Uh, awesome. So, so there you go. There you go. Yeah. And no chat room, Bioshock 2 is not just as good. It's playable, but it is nowhere near as immersive or awesome uh, at all. It's got some cool moments, but no. 
what do you think it since we're talking about what do you think the third one um it's not really a third it's like a reboot of this of the thing in it in it like uh, really it, it's in in the sky right you know yeah yeah i'm looking forward it to that cool yeah it, it does it really does yep. so right all right um Frontierville, got to mention, it's got some cool Christmas missions, and I don't want to, um, you know, rub it in or anything. But uh, you know what? Some I got to mention something. I was on, you know, giving out gifts to some of my pals the other day. Yeah, and your name keep kept um, popping up. So I'm um, sorry if I accidentally sent you something. No, that's okay. I I have to admit that I reactivated my dumb Frontierville account the other day. And, oh, and I haven't really played anything. Because you, you you say sorry, but you reactivated and refreshed some of my some of my long dead um, cotton. So don't act like you, it was an accident. Yes, you did. You came and blessed me with some revived cotton. Um, but what I'm finding is I, I'm probably going to deactivate it oh. right away because it, it every quest these days wants me to post things on my wall to my friends, and I don't want to fill my wall full of yeah. requests. I think people that don't play the games hate that. I know I do. I know. And I, so that's the only thing I regret about if it. If there was a way for me to post to just people that play the game, I would be all about it. But uh, I'm, I'm probably going to block it. Well, I, I was – the only reason why I gave in is because I'm really – I was really considering doing a Frontierville show podcast because there's one really? out there, but it's not – you know, it's okay. It's good, but um, they do a lot of shows, and so that's not our main focus or whatever. But I, I, I just don't think I have the passion for it. So, yeah, anyway. it's uh, fun. I'm gonna get us out of here. We have gone over time by about a half hour at this point. It was worth it, though. Great show, John. I appreciate yeah. it, man. Uh, psh, 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 you can check us out online at brokey.com. Make sure you uh, register for the giveaway by commenting on episode 13. Uh, Brokia at Gmail. I'm sorry, Brokia at NLCast.com is our email. NLCast.com. Brokia at NLCast.com. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash NLCast and slash Jay Steinklobber. Call us 2095 NLCast. Leave your feedback and stuff like that. Sponsor an episode for only $5 and we'll read your message and, you know, pimp your link or blog or podcast or whatever. And make sure you check out all of the podcasts in the NLCast network at NLCast.com. And uh, we'll see you next time. Broke ya! Hey, John, I forgot to mention one game that I really, really like in the arcade. Metal Slug. (laughs) 